Hey, what up, people? It's Motivation Time, and we're getting ready to break down how God is when it comes down to us and how he goes about choosing us and how you know if you've been chosen by God. I'm going to tell you, when you know you've been chosen by God, you know. But it takes time for you to understand and, and get to a point where you are aware of this because God loves all of us biblically. And he values us equally, but he treats us differently. He's very strategic and intentional when it comes down to him choosing us for assignments. Everybody's not chosen. So when you are chosen, that's powerful. But you have to be aware and you have to have an open mind to it. We're going to dive deeper into this. Don't touch nothing. We'll be right back. All right, good people, let's get into it. You know who it is and what it is. It is your personal dream motivator, Mr. Dark Eye. And I am your host of the Mr. Dark Eye podcast right here on Anchor FM, the home of daily motivation to trust God to live your dreams. New Soul Music Radio, you already know. Every day ain't sweet, but you got to continue to move your feet. You might feel a little heat, but God is not going to let you burn, live life and learn. Put your faith over your fears. Wake up every day knowing you're great and live life that way. We're talking about being chosen by God. And I want y'all to understand and know something. Like I broke it down in the intro. Like I said, God loves all of us biblically. Meaning according to his word. He loves all of us. And he values us equally. Okay? So before I get into the next part, I want you to take time out to let that marinate. As my boy Country Wayne say, let that sizzle in your spirit. You got to understand that he loves all of us biblically. And values us equally. But at the same time, we all got different traits. We all are different. So that means he treats us differently. Okay? But that doesn't mean you're not loved. And that doesn't mean he doesn't value the same as everybody else. So a lot of us may think that if God isn't, isn't choosing me for anything, then, then, then how do I know he loves me or values me? No, no. Don't start asking questions like that because that's not what it is. You got to understand, like, even Jesus had his inner circle, James, John, and Peter. All right? Three disciples out of the 12 that he only took with him certain places. You know, at his highest moments, even in his lowest moments, that's who he trusted to be there with him in those times. And like I say, it doesn't mean that he loved them more and the, the rest of the disciples less. And valued the rest of the disciples less and valued James, John, and Peter more. Nah, it's not the case. It was just that James, John, and Peter had traits that Jesus saw fit that he needed in certain places in his life dealing with certain things. You know for a fact out of all the people that you know, you only going to call certain people to deal with certain things in your life. Everybody ain't going to get that phone call when you're dealing with certain things. And you know that that's how it is. And that's how it's just going to be. It doesn't take anything away from anybody else. It's just that when I go through certain things in my life, there's only certain people I'm going to call. And that's pretty much just what it is. You know, um, some certain people can't handle all of you. Like there's only certain people that you can be your true, authentic, real self around everybody can't handle that 
everybody don't deserve it. But definitely everybody can't handle it. So you gotta you gotta move accordingly. You gotta know how to put people in their place. And I know with my black folks in the black community, when we hear stuff like that, we think that's about checking folks. Nah, that's about being strategic about how you deal with people. You know, placing them in the right position in your life. It's kind of like a basketball team or a football team. You got to know who's strong as a point guard, who's strong as a power forward on the basketball court. You got to know who's a better quarterback, who can play that position, who does, who's the running back, who's better on offense, who's better on defense. Putting people in their place. That's that's really what that is. That's what it means to be strategic and intentional about going about life and knowing where people should go and and uh, making sure that they are in the right place. That's pretty much all it is. Jesus did the same thing with the disciples from the word go. He was strategic and intentional about who he picked and why he picked them. So we have to understand that that part came before any of the miracles. Any of the things that whatever that we talk about to this day that Jesus performed while he was here, here on earth. Jesus was chosen, right? We know that though. We know that Jesus was chosen. But the thing about it is, why was Jesus chosen? Why was he chosen? Well, when you look at John 3, 16, when the Bible talks about God sent his one and only son to die for our sins. So we not so we shall not perish but have everlasting life. He was sent to save the world. So how he was going to do that? What was the point? How does he how was Jesus going to do that? Well, ultimately in the end, he had to die. That's why. That's how. How he was going to save us. How he was going to get us to the point where if we choose him, we should not perish but have everlasting life. Jesus had to die. That's why he was born. He was born to die for us. He wasn't here to turn water into wine and put mud on the, on the, on the, on, on the blind man's eyes for him to see. I mean, you know, all of that stuff happened on his way to the cross. But that definitely was not the reason why he was here. He was here to save the world by dying for our sins. He went to the cross as a lamb. He got up as a lion. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's a difference between being a lamb and a lion. You got to know when to be the lamb and you got to know when to be the lion. And uh, when we studied the life of Jesus Christ, we know you would know you would know when to be the lamb and when to be the lion the lamb is about you know the peace you know what i'm saying having a, having having you know the way of life and uh the lion the lion is what's going to get you that life you know what i'm saying um but jesus was chosen though and it's like you got to understand how to distinguish the fact or discern whether or not you've been chosen by God for anything. And a lot of us miss that calling. We'll miss it. We'll miss it if we're not paying attention. But I use my life. I tell my testimony as an example. My mother and my father, I feel like God chose them to be together. And 
you know, this was something that was orchestrated by God. Ultimately, like I can't speak for my, my, my siblings, but I, I'm just speaking for my life. God chose my mother, and my father to cross paths, to be together, to be together so that I could be here. Now, here's the thing. I'm going to tell you something. I almost wasn't here. Now, if anybody been following me since 2013, when I started doing Christian rap and I released my first mixtape as a Christian rap artist, you heard a song called Misfit, where I talked about this in the song. Um, my mother, and my father had a, had a, had a daughter in, uh, when my sister was born, I want to say my sister was born in 69. I want to say she was born in 69. Um, uh, let me see. No, she might've been born in, no, I'm sorry. 70. She was born in 1970. Um, and then my, my brother was born in. Um, uh, my brother was born in 1978, I believe. I'm trying to think about how old my siblings are, but anyway, uh, uh, let's see. 78, 79, 80, 81. I'm sorry. My brother was born in 1977. Right? 77, 78, 79, 80, 81. No, I'm still off. My brother's five years older than me. All right, he's five years older than me, so he was born in 76. All right. Don't 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 judge me. I'm trying to do math in my head. Plus, I can't even remember how old my siblings are. But I think I got it. If I don't, oh well, that's besides the point. My my whole point for saying this is my mother, and my father had their girl their daughter and their son all right so in most cases parents that's what they look for they got the girl they got the boy they done my mama had her tubes tied so they wouldn't have it wasn't gonna have any more kids now i learned this story from my aunt my aunt told me this um and she probably wasn't supposed to tell me this but she told me so she told me that one summer uh my mama and my father went to murder beach uh something happened where they felt like they needed to take a little vacation get away so, um, so they went down there to Murder Beach and chilling, having a good time and all that stuff like that. And then I guess one night my mom and my dad had a bottle of wine and they, uh, they planted the seed that night for me to be here pretty much. And, uh, that was what it is. Uh, they were supposed to wait a certain amount of time before, before they, before they, uh, engaged in certain uh activities activities and um and then then uh it, it it didn't you know you know they didn't follow the doctor's orders praise god they didn't follow the doctor's orders and then your boy ended up being here nine months later and that's pretty much how that goes so uh from there i just feel like i was chosen god needed me to be here and um and that's how close i was how close i was to not being here so from there all my life um me not really knowing that i've always had this desire this this need to be chosen for something picked for something especially once i got into school um i was always looking to be chosen and picked for something called on by the teacher or something or uh 
chosen to pick to win something you know like every time there was some kind of special uh recognition prize given away i remember these awards that they used to give out in school back in the day i can't remember what these awards was for but i know a lot of kids would get these awards from time to time and get picked for these awards and i remember i don't, I don't even think i ever got one but i used to just hate it every time i didn't get one of these awards i think it was like some kind of outstanding student award or whatever for whatever reason i know i used to get in there and try to do my thing and try to be the you know the best student i could be and still never got one of these awards it was just crazy but um but yeah, I always had this desire to want to be picked and chosen for something. And even at times when I did get picked and chosen for something, it wasn't enough because I had to get picked and chosen for something every time I had that desire. And um, it, 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 it stayed with me my, pretty much my whole life. Um, regardless of what I was doing or dealing with, it, it, it bothered me when I wasn't picked or chosen. Even when it was times when it was like, like it was no question that I should have got picked and chosen because one Christmas we got a basketball court in, my, in, in our backyard. My, my, my dad uh, put a basketball court in our backyard. He laid out the cement and everything like that, put the basketball court up. And, uh, and the boys used to come over to my house to play basketball. And guess what? They would pick teams and not pick me to play on my own court. You know your boy wasn't having that. I took my ball. I'm like, look, if y'all ain't picking me to play, y'all can't play on my court. Point blank period. They be like, man, come on, man. Stop tripping. Stop playing, man. We, we Come on, man. And I'm like, no. Nah, we ain't doing that. If I ain't playing, y'all ain't playing. Bottom line. I would take my ball, go in the house. And they would leave. And they would go to somebody else's house to play basketball. And they kept coming back thinking that was going to be the case. And I'm like, nah. So they started letting me play. So... That was pretty much what it was, but it was crazy. Like, they really wasn't going to pick me to play on my own court. Crazy, right? But that's the type of stuff I used to deal with for whatever reason. A lot of times, I would get picked on. I was chosen to get picked on. You know, went through a lot of that growing up, you know. And as I got older, when I became, you know, a young adult or whatever, especially like once I graduated high school, and once I kind of got to a point where I started snapping back, and saying stuff back when, you know, I wasn't just letting them pick on me and just say stuff or whatever. Guess what would happen then? The energy would change. They would be ready to fight because I would strike back like that. I would just, I'm like, I'm cracking jokes just like y'all. But y'all ready to fight me though. It was crazy. Like, I'm like, really? What, what's really going on? Oh, now I ain't got like that. Now y'all, now y'all ready to fight. You know, and... I ain't understand that, but at the end of the day, they thought it was all good when they was just, you know, picking on me. But I couldn't, I couldn't say nothing. I just had to sit there and take that nah. But you know, all the time, man, all the time, I just felt like I was like not picked and chosen for a lot of things. Especially like even when it came down to my relationships, there was a lot of girls that I would be into that I, um, that I was attracted to, that I liked, that I thought that you know, I wanted to. Uh, to date and to go out with or whatever they ain't want me though <laughs> they ain't want nothing to do with me but the crazy part about it is they would go out with guys that was the complete opposite of me right like i literally would see these girls go out with guys that would treat them i mean i'm keeping like i'm keeping it 100 but i'm on censor because it's like i know that I could use other words to describe how these girls was getting treated by these guys, but they was getting treated like crap, man. I mean, I've seen them go through abuse. I've seen them actually uh, just 
overall get cheated on and just treated like like they didn't even matter but yet still these girls would literally be saying to me oh that's my boo that's boy you know that's oh i love him so much i'm like but you but you are going through drama and going through the same old stuff over and over and over again and then you dating and going out with the same guy just a different name and complexion and i ain't understand and it's like but i'm the guy that's loving considerate you know what i'm saying that honors and respects you and sees you as the woman that you are and all that like it's the kind of stuff that you know deep down inside you you probably won't but i think at the end of the day that these girls don't know that that's what they need and that's what they want um because they've never really had someone to express to them that that's what they should be looking for in a man you know so they don't really know what they should be looking for in a man so they get out here and they be with these guys who don't do nothing but pump them up with babies and stuff like that um or just like i say if that's not the case then um well you know to pump them up with babies and then don't stick around to handle their business you know a lot of that going on but then, then other than that, it's like uh, they end up stuck in these relationships with these guys. They marry them, and then these guys ain't going nowhere in life. They're not doing anything. And then they also keep the women from going anywhere and doing anything in life, too, because they don't, you know, um, allow their women to dream and to build and to do anything. They always keeping them um, held down and stuck at the house and just catering to their preference and their needs. And they're not able to pursue their dreams in life or their calling in life or anything like that. So these women are miserable with these men. And like I say, it's because they, they choosing guys that's the complete opposite of a guy like me who was raised with different values than that. You know, um, you know, I, I, I was raised with uh, with some great values for my mother and, uh, you know, a, a great responsibility and work ethic and drive from my father. Um, so, yeah. They, they 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 find themselves to be attracted to the complete opposite of that and then they find that uh it is like raising trying to raise a man you know what i'm saying and it's like nah nah my sister that's not what you're supposed to be doing but you know that's what happens so i'm not chosen i was i was i was not chosen in that aspect as well and it's just like but 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 I but I found myself in many situations where I was chosen for certain things, but like I said, it wasn't it wasn't enough. It was like I had to be chosen every time. And it was because there was this desire in me to be chosen because I was already chosen by God. And I was trying to fill the void. I was trying to fill a void that really wasn't there. It was already filled by God. But I felt like it wasn't filled because I didn't have a relationship with God. I didn't recognize God as the head of my life and know where my joy come from you know my joy my real joy is supposed to come from um i didn't i didn't recognize this i didn't i didn't have a relationship with him tell you the truth and it was like um i was trying to fill that void with people i had a desire to be chosen because i was already chosen but i wasn't aware of it so i was trying to fill a void that really wasn't there by people that really was never going to choose me because they was meant never meant to choose me because they didn't know they didn't know who they didn't know what i was and who i am anyway right so they can't value what they don't know if they don't know who i am how they're going to value me so that's pretty much what it was so i spent my whole life trying to get that to make that happen and then now i've come to a point in my life where i know who i am and the fact that i've been chosen by god since before i was even born to even be here to do the things that he has chosen for that he 
has chosen for my life. So now I'm in a place now, y'all, where it's like I don't went from being in pursuit of happiness to obtaining a level of joy that I never thought I could even obtain. And I'm living out my best days and I'm looking forward to living out my better, even better days moving forward in my life because God has shown me my future. He's shown me everything that I know I'm going to be blessed with moving forward in my life. He's elevating my life. Um, he stepped into my life in a major way when uh, he stepped in my life in a major way when when I when I when I began to settle and uh, and couldn't see past just an accomplishment. God stepped in my life in a major way and showed up in, 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 a, in, a, um, in a way I've never felt or seen before. To give me a new vision in life, a new hope, and a new promise in life. And now I'm so excited, I can't even contain myself. And it's all it all started with me being chosen. This life I live, I mean, there's one thing about having a gift. A gift is for me to serve God's people. But that comes from, uh, you know, that comes from, you know, my talents and everything. Just my, my ability to do things. But my, my, my life... And my mind is for my life, uh, for me to, to live a blessed life beyond measure than I could possibly ever even think of or imagine that I could live. And um, I am beyond excited about everything I know that's going to come my way from this day moving forward because it's all chosen by God. It's nothing that has anything to do with me. It's all chosen by him. And I know now more than ever before, I'm more satisfied with God's satisfaction for my life than, than my own. Most of us are not comfortable with the satisfaction that God has chosen for our lives. We're trying to feed our own satisfaction. But I'm in a place now where I'm done with things that I feel like satisfies me. I'm only wanting things that is going to satisfy me based on what God wants for my life. If God ain't in it, I don't want it. And that's the bottom line to it. And I know that everything in my life now moving forward, it all comes down to God choosing for my life. The presence of him is involved in everything and there are all things in my life now moving forward. Anything that doesn't involve his presence in my life now is being removed. It's in the process of being removed and everything else is being ushered in. And I couldn't be more excited, man. And it all comes down to being chosen by God and knowing that this desire that I've had my entire life of being picked and being chosen when it, when it was never enough because I'm looking for people uh, to validate that for me when I was already chosen by God. I was already picked by God. And now I value that and understand that more now, ever, more now than ever before. And God is more real to me now than he's ever been. And I couldn't feel more blessed. At this point in my life, I'm 39, I'm on my way to be 40 years old, and I feel like I am so blessed, more now than I've ever felt before in my life, y'all. I can't even say enough about that, so I'm just uh, going to end it there, and I want y'all to know that in order for you to realize whether or not if you've been chosen by God, you have to have an open mind, and you have to have an honest mind, and um, and know that. If he's chosen you for anything, just know that from this day moving forward, you are, you are about to live out the best days of your life. You, you are about to go from 
possibly just being happy to feeling real joy. And trust me, there's a difference. There's a difference. I don't have to worry about, I'm going to say this, I'm going to end on this. I don't have to worry about being picked by anyone or anything because God has already chosen me and picked me for the thing or whatever it is that's out there. I don't have to worry about nobody picking me and choosing me because God has already picked me and chosen me for all things that's going to be added to my life. Hallelujah, Jesus. Praise God. Thank y'all so much for tuning in, listening. I thank you. I love y'all. God bless you. I hope this message opened up your eyes and your heart and your minds and everything like that to things you never even thought about for yourself beforehand. Um, I hope it blessed your life. And if it blessed your life, share it. You could bless somebody else's life as well. Until next time, people, I am Mr. Dark Eye. You've been listening to the Mr. Dark Eye podcast right here on New Soul Music Radio, Anchor FM, the home of daily motivation to trust God and live your dreams. Until next time, I'm out.